It is fun to watch the spectral display. The spectral display. While you do that. I uh spectral display. I don't usually look at the spectral display because I'm afraid of hauntings. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was the dumbest joke I have ever heard. <laughs> You know we really love you It ain't our place to judge you Your feelings get about it naturally There's no point in hiding So feel free to start confiding If you need a good friend You can count on me You can count on me You can count on me Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. A Harry Potter fan fiction podcast that we make for you. That we make. We make this podcast uh, frequently. Um, (laughs) Listeners, so we just recorded like a very, very long and (laughs) in-depth... Um, recap synopsis of the wonderful time that we had at LeakyCon in Orlando um, and realized that it was too long because <laughs> we had so much fun and did so much stuff. There was a lot to talk about. Yeah, it was incredible. It was just such an incredible weekend. I had such a great time and I uh, could continue to talk about it at length, but I won't because what's going to happen right now... <laughs> is if you're interested in hearing our uh, more in-depth discussion of how LeakyCon went for us, it's going to be at the end of this episode. (laughs) We couldn't possibly tell you in two minutes what what it was like. Yeah, Um, yeah. We just... So... Yeah, Stay it was tuned. So fun, and we met so many great people. We did made some really fun content, and we got to see some really cool stuff. So, uh, yeah, we want to tell you about it later. <laughs> Let's do whatever sixteen minutes of that later. <laughs> right, yeah, it was an incredible weekend, and if you want to join us for the next one, which is in October, that's going to happen in Denver, and uh, we would love to see you all there. Uh, tickets are on sale now. And you can use the code FANATICAL at checkout for a discount. Also, before we get into our fan fiction portion of the fan fiction podcast, just wanted to remind you that we have the listener survey available for you, the listener, to fill out now. Do it now. <laughs> Make your voice heard. Yeah, there's some fun questions in this year about, you know, genres and couples and format and stuff like that for you to have some input. So if there was something you wanted to say, now is the time. Say it. Into the form. Now. And then into our eyeballs. (laughs) Say it into our eyeballs, but through an intermediary. (laughs) Unless... Unless what you want to say is that you want us to have Colin on as a guest. We, I've seen the responses we've been getting already. We know. Just assume that we know that you would like to see Colin, Hannah, Mike Schubert, and Charlie and Hannah on the podcast. We like them too. And we would also like to see them on the podcast. They will be back on the podcast, all of those people. But um, yeah. 
make sure to fill that out because we love to read your responses about the distillation of your soul and about what you want to see from the future of the pod. Let's do some fan fiction. Are you ready? I'm ready. Am I ready? No. I feel like that's a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not no, really a question something. for me at this point. Okay, great. I've picked something. This story that I'm going to read to you today. Yes. You're going to make predictions about it first. I am going to make predictions about it. Yes, yes, I'm going to make three predictions, but listeners, you're also going to make three predictions if it's so if the if the fancy strikes you. Um mm-hmm. and you're going to maybe tweet them at us, hashtag fanfic divination, maybe answer our story on Instagram if I remember to do that. And mm-hmm. uh or, and or uh send them to us via carrier pigeon. Yep. Here's your clues. Clue number 1 is the title. The title of this fanfiction is called The Eagle Dared. No. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. No. The eagle dared. No. Yes. Clue number two is the time period. This one came out post Deathly Hallows. Oh, shit. You never go there. That's true. I'm very excited. And, um, <laughs> your genre tags. <laughs> Uh-huh. Something's gone wrong with these genre tags, I think. This this boy's on uh, AO3. It got imported from some other archive. And it seems like, for some reason, it just got hit with like every possible tag they could have tagged it with. Okay. And Weird. I'm going to read you all of the like genre tags from this list, not the more specific like spoilery tags. And then I'm going to, I don't know. I might whittle them down for you for the ones that I actually think apply. <laughs> okay. Might not. We'll see. That This feels ominous, but okay. This story was tagged with the genre tags. Angst, tragedy, drama, humor, parody, romance, science fiction, and fantasy. What the fuck? So. That does just feel like every single tag. Yeah. I think I would probably keep... Parody. Okay. And humor. Humor, definitely. Parody. I mean, they tagged it parody, so I'm going to trust them on that. Okay. Romance. Okay. They didn't do, like, adventure for some reason. It's kind of where I feel it falls. But I I think since I got this list in front of me, I'm going to keep science fiction and fantasy. Did you just tell me all the tags again? What did you even get rid of? I gave you, like, half of of them. No. There were... I cut out (laughs) angst, tragedy, drama. Okay, you cut out a very specific vein of tag. Yeah, I don't think those really apply. Okay, so it is, it's a parody, romance, humor, sci-fi, fantasy. Sci-fi, action, adventure kind of vibes. Oh my god. Um, Okay, great. Can you hit me with that title again, just for my own general amusement? The Eagle Dared. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <sighs> the mm. Eagle Dared. Mm-hmm. Do you want that this is one of those stories that was meant to be far, far longer than it actually is? Oh, yeah. I mean, I if it's an adventure story, then I sort of <laughs> assume that. I feel like you gave me so much, yet so little. Yes. 
and I feel betrayed. A I can't bit. imagine how you're <laughs> going to predict anything that's coming at you. Great. Well, then maybe I'll just say some random stuff. This you said romance. I did say romance. The pairing in this story is JFF <laughs> and um, Millicent Bolstrode. Great, great try. The- <laughs> Um, they're going to go to America in this story. Oh, they're going to, they're going to, the purpose of this story is that they are going to go to America. Can I say that? Whether they like actually get to America or not is irrelevant. Sure. You're thinking the eagle's a bald eagle. Sure. Why not? Sure. I have nothing to go on. So. You do not. (laughs) Um, sci-fi. Great. There is going to be a... Piece of artificial intelligence. <laughs> okay. The tag is science fiction and fantasy. Those are one I don't know together. how, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know how you're. I, I don't know no that clue. I would keep that one. That one's kind of, okay, fine. Artificial intelligence. Keep <laughs> it. Hell you? <laughs> uh, look, we're we going to push I'm, past this section because you're not going to guess anything that's coming at you. Fine. Read me this fucking buck ass wild fan fiction. <laughs> This story was sent to me by Magda. Thank you for sending it to me. We're going to start it. And um, I'd actually, when I picked this out of my submission list and started working on editing it down, um, I had completely forgotten the episode that is going to have dropped just before this one that you did for me. And people are going to think that that we're doing a thing. Because here we go. Oh. Oh. Okay. Here is chapter one of The Eagle Dared. (laughs) We're going to start off with an author's note. Author's note, this is my first fic. Yes, hell yeah, author. We love to see it. (laughs) I'm going to read you a little bit, and then I think we're going to circle back to one of the tags that I skipped. (laughs) Okay. Chapter one. The day was warm and sunny. A perfect day for a bonding ceremony. Okay. (laughs) Severus Snape Uh and Harry Potter. What are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) What? I want you to look at me. I want you to look. Guys, she won't look at me. Look at me. My monitor just died. My computer's giving up. My whole setup is rebelling against me doing this to you. Your computer heard that and was just like, no. What if I just completely shut down? Then you can't record at all. (laughs) Absolutely unacceptable. Your computer rebelling won't look me in the fucking eye. Okay, okay. Okay, it's the bonding ceremony, sure. Severus Snape and Harry Potter stood before the headmaster of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, reciting their vows. Oh my god, I can't believe it. <laughs> Ronald Weasley, Harry's best friend, stood with him. Whereas Minerva McGonagall, her biology professor, stood with his love, Severus. You look confused. Hold for a little oh. bit longer. 
Yeah, I mean, I, okay, okay, whoa. All of their other friends were there as well. Harry and Severus looked at each other with absolute love and understanding as Headmaster Riddle said the words. What is going on? The story is tagged A-U, alternate universe. Okay. Okay. This is like a deep A-U. This isn't just like, ooh, we're set in a coffee shop. This is like, we've branched. We're in a slightly different flavor of the regular universe. This is like ultimate universe Marvel Comics kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, okay. Tom Riddle is the... Headmaster Minerva McGonagall is the herbology teacher. Yes, and Harry and Snape are in love. And Harry and Snape are in love. But Harry and Ron still best friends. Still best friends. In Ron. any universe. <laughs> and then, and then, then you imagine them doing like a little high five, free spray. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Tom Riddle had been the headmaster since Albus Dumbledore's death ten years ago. Oh. Did he kill Albus Dumbledore to get said spot? Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? (laughs) Before that, he had taught defense against the dark arts for 30 years. Oh, he old. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Harry's here. I mean, he's, yeah. Harry's here and an adult. I I kind of, you know, wondered whether they had fucked with the timeline a little bit. I don't know if that lines up with when he stopped by and asked Dumbledore for the job. I don't think it does, but. I don't think it does, but I mean, okay. Okay, he got his dream job. Yeah. Then, so maybe he's less murdery? Maybe. Question mark? <laughs> You'll see what they've done with okay. this universe. <laughs> I love an AU, honestly. Me too. I, I really love an AU where, like, there's a lot of thought that's gone into, like, how did we branch? Where did we branch? And, how, right. like, what is everyone doing in this new wild setup and this person this author yeah. put a lot of thought into this <laughs> severus now held that position defense against the dark arts professor right terry had been teaching potions for a year weird <laughs> after spending weird only two years obtaining his degree i don't know what degree harry's gotten po- potions <laughs> oh, okay. degree he went to <laughs> university for he two went to years and got Wizard a, University. Yep, he got his PhD got his in, potions. in potions, and now yeah, he's, he's back teaching potions. Yeah, okay. For the last year, <laughs> Ron married another of Harry's friends, Hermione Granger, a little over a year ago. In any universe, <laughs> high five, freeze frame. In true Weasley form, they were already expecting their first child. Naturally. <laughs> It's twins. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Everything about the day was perfect, except <gasps> for the threat of the most ruthless, terrifying, muggle-hating, evil bastard ever known. Who's the big bad? Uh, oh, fuck. Oh, You're fuck. Okay. Who's the big bad? The big bad you- is Sirius Black. The big bad How did you is- get that? What the fuck? Hey, hell yeah. The most evil bastard ever known, Sirius Black. You all heard it. I did it. I did it right off the top of my fucking head. That's right, everybody. Nice work. I'm a champion. (laughs) Sirius Black and his followers, the newbies, which hold for the text. We're going to figure out what that means. I Googled it at this point. I was like, what? Is, Is this a dirty word? 
Didn't really come up with anything, but that's that's, N-E-W-N-U-B-I-E-S. We'll get an explanation later what that is. Okay. Okay. So Sirius Black's the big bad. Tom Riddle's the good guy. Harry and Snape are getting married. Okay. There was a prophecy that had been made a hundred years before, which stated... The dark star will rise. Good and evil will battle. War will end in a grim fourth decade. Should the chosen one fight, the eagle will defeat death. The defeater will be born bearing the mark of majesty posteriously. Rightly so. Posteriously? I might have mispronounced that. Posteriorly, Posteri- mm. So I'm assuming that there's a there's a magical mark on his on the chosen one's butt. Maybe. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Everyone took this to mean that there was someone out there with a specific birthmark on their right ass cheek. Incredible. <laughs> What? <laughs> the prophecy! The prophecy hath foretold. The chosen one the shall chosen. be known by their butt! <laughs> Incredible. <sighs> and they're called the eagle for whatever reason. Is the birthmark an eagle? Since the seer was a muggle, Albus Dumbledore interpreted the mark of majesty to mean the birthmark was in the form of an eagle, the most majestic of all (laughs) muggle birds. Did Dumbledore just... That seems maybe like a little subjective, you know? (laughs) Also, why is it a bird? There's actually no... There's literally no context for that. Yeah, man. (laughs) Love to see it. What does that mean? No one had come forward yet with such a mark. Who's the chosen one, Sequoia? With the eagle Who's the chosen one? You'd think you'd have, like, you'd have, like, every newborn's ass cheek checked. Yeah. (sighs) How was the prophecy made by a muggle? Wait a second. Yep. That would no more. We get no more clarification yep. on that. That just exists. Great, great. Never mind. Never mind. Never. I never said anything. Anyone can be struck by visions of the future. <laughs> I don't know why. Sure. Harry and Severus finished their vows and exchanged rings. They completed the ceremony with a searing kiss. Both were anxious for Gross. the wedding night to come. Absolutely do not. Look, here's the thing. This story is rated, uh, I think, M or maybe E on AO3. Oh, my God. M. It's rated M on AO3. And I have trimmed it down for you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. We are going to get a little info, though, that's important for the plot. Why not? Is it, is it a mark on someone's ass cheek? We'll see. <laughs> During their time working together, the two, Harry and Snape, had slowly grown to love each other. Severus had decided they should not take the final step in their intimacy until they were married. Waiting till marriage. Snape wanted to wait for marriage. Snape wanted to wait till marriage. <laughs> How are you feeling? <laughs> Uh, you know, like minorly ill. Um, 
Sure, which is a device to which we get to. Uh, it's important. Someone being the chosen one, maybe. <laughs> they've they're they're saving themselves for marriage, so they've not saving seen each other naked, marriage. Sequoia. I know, I know. <sighs> oh boy. Instead, they had used their time together to get to know one another and fall even deeper in love. All the guests were whooping and hollering as they celebrated the best thing to happen to their friends. Everyone had a good time at the reception, helping each other forget about their sorrows. But... They're all getting real drunk. They are. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, getting totally smashed. But in the back of everyone's mind was Sirius Black and his newbies, so-called for the god Anubis, whose form was that of a dog, an animal Sirius Black could turn into at will. Oh, he thinks himself maybe to be possibly a god, a god, godlike. Interesting. Not so surprising with Sirius. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I see the. <laughs> That's a man with a little bit of ego. <laughs> Just a little bit. Cool, Anubis here upon this earth, the <laughs> radical, <laughs> and his newbies. Horrible. No, oh, terrible. That's terrible. He needs a branding consultant. He does. He needs some help. (laughs) Take care, my boys, said Tom. I like that you've still given him the same voice. What? It's just how his voice sounds. That's just how his voice sounds, Sequoia. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. We will. And now it's time to go, was Harry's reply. (laughs) Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Time for my wedding night. The newlyweds planned to go skiing for their honeymoon, and Harry couldn't wait to get his new husband next to a fire after being in the cold all day. I can't see Snape as a skier. Yeah. You know? It just, I just don't see it. Impossible to picture, it turns out. It turns <laughs> They apparated to the ski lodge, where they proceeded to immediately, this is me editorializing, have quite a bit of sex. (laughs) Thank you for the editorializing. Uh, Snip, 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 snip. They did it. (laughs) Um, I do want to highlight one thing from the sex scene that I cut, though, because they they kiss and their tongues battle with no one winning. Oh, dominance not achieved. Dominance not achieved. (laughs) They battle. The tongues, they do battle. The tongues, they do battle. No one wins. Nobody wins. (laughs) Or everybody wins. Everybody wins. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we re-enter the story now. After their wonderful lovemaking and finally... (laughs) Thoroughly exploring one another's bodies, mm-hmm. they lay in each other's arms, talking about love and other nonsense. Harry, why haven't you? T- <laughs> what? <laughs> this is how his voice sounds. I know. <laughs> why haven't you told anyone that you are the chosen one? Severus finally mm. asked. 
Okay, so it is him. He is still the chosen one in the alternate universe. He okay. is still the chosen I one. I wondered if it I wondered if it would be Severus. Yeah, yeah, I mean we've changed so much. Exactly. You don't even know how much we've changed actually. We're gonna get into more changes. Oh, no. later. <laughs> he had noticed the birthmark during their previous activities, but wasn't about to stop during. Hey. hey. <laughs> I don't want to be famous and I'm scared of what will happen, Harry told his new husband. I feel like this is a conversation you should have before you get married, right? They couldn't have had it before they got married because they'd never seen each other's butts. But you, but he could have just said, hey, hey, I am the, I just I, said, I am. I am the chosen one. Like, we're going to get married. FYI. I love you very much. I'm the chosen one. I'm. <laughs> you think that's something you should talk about? Before the, you get married? During the dating stages? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe think, after yeah. the engagement. You don't want to just, if you're if you're trying to keep it on the DL, you don't just want to go right. tell everyone you're dating. Exactly, exactly. When it's like really very, very serious. But in, during the like engagement planning steps, you think he should have told, not waited for the yeah. wedding night. Yeah, right. I That's do. fair I do enough. think so. Yeah. <sighs> Harry was That's my advice to all the listeners out oh, there. Okay. Make sure you if should. If you are the chosen <laughs> one. If you are the chosen one. <laughs> go ahead and tell your significant other that before you get married. Um. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Koya. <laughs> yep, here to help. <laughs> Don't worry. No matter what happens, I will stand by you. You can trust me to keep this our secret, Severus replied. Okay. Now we're going to do some exposition for some reason. Harry had been raised by muggles who had no idea what he was until his 11th birthday when his Hogwarts letter came. His oh. uncle Skippy and Aunt Gertrude were the greatest. <laughs> Absolutely not. No? I'm sorry. This is where I draw the line. This is where you draw the This story has the parody tag on it. <laughs> I don't know exactly what uncle they're parodying. Skippy? I think this is this seems like one of those occasions where we've got probably a young-ish author who maybe mm-hmm. doesn't have a great grasp on what parody is. Right, that thinks parody is maybe just humor. Heightened humor, like slightly yeah. sillier humor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, Uncle Skippy yeah. and Aunt Gertrude. <sighs> I mean, uh, Uncle Skippy and- is really great, but like uh, Gertrude, that's like a cherry on top of the whole scenario, you know? Skippy and Gertrude. <sighs> Incredible. They're the greatest. Being a childless couple, the Martins felt that Harry was their child. Aww. Harry had come to them as a baby when his parents were killed by that dog, Sirius. <laughs> Classic Sirius. He, Sirius, was in love with Jeffrey, Harry's father. Jeffrey! Cha- There's changing- no need. We're changing no need. some names. <laughs> At random? At random, seemingly. No necessary, necessaries. Needs. Nope. Some of them are di- some of them are different. When Jeffrey wouldn't leave his wife Rose, also different. Yeah, a different flower, different flower. Yeah, they're similar. James Jeffrey. Yeah. Um, when Jeffrey wouldn't leave his wife Rose, Sirius lost it and killed them both. <gasps> that dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know there is something to the uh, serious James Lily Thruple. In my opinion. I, I know that you believe that. I know. I like it. I like it. I like it. 
Anyway, not in this universe. Sirius did murder them. Yes. Soon the time came when the honeymoon was over. Literally, not figuratively, the author clarifies for us. Oh, right. The honeymoon. They're still wildly in love. Wildly in love. Just not skiing anymore. Right. It was time to go home and back to work. The only problem... Would Severus tell Harry's secret or not? Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. He, he did promise him that he would He said wouldn't. he wasn't going to. He and promised I believe him. him. Yeah. Promised. Yeah. His new husband. Yeah. That he wouldn't tell his biggest secret. He's going to tell, isn't he? <laughs> Chapter two. <laughs> Chapter two of two. <laughs> Harry and Severus returned from their honeymoon, worn out and happy as bugs in a rug. Oh, gross. (laughs) As soon as possible, Severus went to see Tom, his mentor and best friend. BFF? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess Tom couldn't have been his best man, best person at the wedding because he was officiating the wedding. So. McGonagall's kind of a stand-in best friend on this experience. Yeah. Yeah. How was the honeymoon? Asked Tom. (laughs) What? (gasps) Wonderful, replied Severus. I have some news that I need to share, even (gasps) though I shouldn't. I promised Harry that I wouldn't tell, but I think you need to know. Dude. And we got a huge section of Severus dialogue here that I'm not going to read in Snape voice in the interest of getting through it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's fine. He talks too slow. (laughs) Or maybe I will. You know what? Fuck it. (laughs) Yeah, do it. Just do it. They'll be mad if you don't do it. On our wedding night, I found out that Harry is the savior. He doesn't want the recognition or the duty. Yeah, duty. He <laughs> said duty. Stupid. <laughs> that goes with it all. I guess you have to tell the sneaky snakes now so they can stop looking. I'm sorry. Yeah, what up? I'm sorry. What up? Are the sneaky snakes... <laughs> Like some kind of Order of the Phoenix equivalent? Maybe. Um. (laughs) We've got the sneaky snakes versus the newbies in this universe. Yes, correct. Oh my god. Incredible. Very powerful, right? Well, they are sneaky. They're sneaky. They're sneaky. They've been looking for the chosen one and, you know, Snape just doesn't want them to keep looking in vain because he found... He found that butt cheek. (laughs) (laughs) And I know they'll do anything to keep Harry safe. I do not know when his godfather, Remus, will be back. But I guess he really needs to know, too. With his job as a snake charmer and trainer... (gasps) Oh... And this is me. I trimmed this a little bit. He's a snake charmer and trainer because he speaks parcel tongue in this universe. Interesting. Weird. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what? What is Why? famous up to today? <laughs> He's traveling for his job. Talking to Snake snakes. Charmer. <laughs> snake Boy. <laughs> so since he has a job as a snake charmer and trainer, he can be a lot of help, says Snape. Why? Because he can talk to snakes. Talk to snakes. What do snakes have to do with literally anything? Great question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What if they encounter some snakes along the way? <laughs> Harry's still a parcel tongue in this universe, too, actually. So oh. Harry's a parcel tongue. Incredible. <laughs> There's really no reason for him to be there. Yeah. He's Harry's godfather. So he should know and be there. Yep. A change of locale. Oh, boy. Harry was teaching his potions class and thinking. He knew Severus would tell Riddle, and he guessed it was all right. This is why you should have talked about it before you got married. It is. You know? And also, <laughs> promise me you won't tell my secret. Yeah, you know what? It's kind of okay if you tell my secret. It's kind of okay. I kind of uh, promise me you won't tell my secret, except for uh, I kind of know that you're going to tell my secret. Even and if it's you say you're not going to tell me the best secret. of everyone that you tell my secrets. And that might be okay. Yeah. <laughs> you boys need Ooh, to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me? But before it got out too much, Harry wanted to be the one to tell Ron. Mm. Ron's job as a pet groomer and store owner was what he had always wanted to do. <laughs> oh. Listen, when you started reading this story, never in my mm -hmm. wildest dreams did I imagine that some of the most powerful shit in it would be just like people's job titles. Yes. Because wow. Because wow. It's what it, since when does Ron like animals? I guess in <laughs> this alternate universe he does. What he's always wanted to do. His own a pet shop? Own a pet store. Own a pet store? Groom some animals? <laughs> Ron, the notorious animal lover? Oh, gee, many criminy. I love that. That's dumb. <laughs> he would spend hours every day just playing with the pets. Good for him. What do you think? What do you think his primary, like, do you think it's like mostly cats and dogs? Or is there like some kind of like. Magical no, creature element. Like to I it. trimmed this down and I think it's in the original text. Oh, Let me dang check. it. <laughs> so I don't know if this is all they have. It doesn't say this is like a specialty or anything, but they do definitely have snakes and frogs there. Reptiles. <laughs> Sneaky snakes, parcel tongue. Parcel tongue. A lot of snake stuff going on here. <laughs> no dogs. <laughs> Ron's wife, Hermione, worked as a muggle helper at the ministry. I don't know what that means. Um, There she is. <sighs> Helping what, no to help the ministry figure out what muggles are. Are. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> sure. Why not? What nobody knew was that Hermione was also a spy <gasps> for Riddle and black. Whoa, she's a double agent? Triple yeah. Agent? I don't know what, what it is, is unclear guy? what side she's on. <laughs> cool. We're not going to find out, are we? No. Excellent. She works for. But she is a spy for both sides. 
Maybe she's on her own side. She's just dealing information to anybody who pays. Exactly. <laughs> she's on Hermione's side. Being pregnant made it hard sometimes. Oh my God. But both her masters were very understanding with her. They're like, oh, you know, I totally get it. Um, morning sickness. We absolutely understand that if you can't come in Take this as much morning. Time as you need. <laughs> Says the evil bastard Sirius Black and headmaster Tom Riddle. You know, uh, say what you will about evil mastermind Sirius Black, but like he's got a mm-hmm. really great maternity leave policy. He really does. He really does. What is Uh. this? (laughs) Harry went to see Ron at the pet store as soon as classes were over. He asked Ron to sit down as he had something special to show him. Don't show him! Just tell him! (laughs) You don't need to show him! Ron locked the doors and waited. Then Harry pulled his pants and (laughs) boxers down and showed Ron his special birthmark. No. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> can't Dude, just you tell can him. Just say it, man. Ron's like, you know, I don't know that that really does look like an eagle, but okay. <laughs> it's more like a cat to me. Uh, uh, or a frog. Ron. <laughs> Ron freaked as he finally understood why Harry never undressed in front of anyone. <sighs> Not because he's the chosen one. He's like, oh, so that's why I've never seen your butt before. (laughs) Oh, no. What are you going to do now? Ron asked. I don't know, said Harry. And he really didn't. Harry wanted his life to go on like it had before, but he knew that it couldn't. Nope. Are you going to tell the sneaky snakes? Ron finally asked. They already know because I told my because my husband figured it out. I'm sure Sev told Riddle and he'll tell them, Harry replied. Well, whatever happens, you know I got your back. Aw, high five, slow motion. Best friends in every universe. <laughs> <laughs> A passage of time. Harry returned to Hogwarts and his Severus. Those are that's hard for me to say. His Severus? His Severus. Sev. Ugh. Severus was very shaky, wondering what Harry would do, and he told him that he spoke to Riddle. Because he promised that he wouldn't. Right, exactly. At least he's gonna fess up you to guys, it. You guys just got married. <sighs> I should have talked about it before. But then Harry looked at him with loving eyes and told him that it was all right as he had told Ron. And then they do it. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) They do it for a little while. Okay, sure. Lying in each other's arms, they talked about what Harry would do now that his secret was out. Harry was scared, as everyone knew it was Sirius's 40th decade, which the prophecy referred to as when the war would end. Right. He was sure that he would have to fight him soon. Mm. Patches of time. The next day was Molly Weasley, the Minister of Magic's birthday. Yes, 112% sign me directly up for that universe. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 
grand choice, right? And I fucking love that. Excuse me? <laughs> Incredible. All of her children came to visit. I think, so this birthday thing is not going to be applicable to, like, the rest of the story. This is just an excuse for us to get every Weasley's name and job. (gasps) Are you ready? Yes! All of her children came to visit. Wilhelmina, the oldest, was a used robes dealer. What? Charlotte, the second oldest, worked at Gringotts as a spellbreaker in training. Couldn't have been Wilhelmina. Couldn't have been <laughs> Bill. Oh, that's fucking rude. It's <laughs> weird. Penelope, the next daughter, was a doctor at St. Mungo's. Nice. Then there were the twins, Georgina and Frederica, who had their own shop of antiques. Oh. Oh. What is any of this? <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Ron, our pet store owner, mm-hmm. was next in line. And then Ginny, the youngest of all of them, was attending university. Ooh, that was something. That was a lot. That was right? a lot. They're all girls but Ron. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Most of the characters stayed the same in the jump to this new universe, but like James and Lily's names changed. And all of the Weasleys except Ron and Ginny switched to be girls. I don't know, man. It see it seems to be just at random, and I like it. Yep, it's funny. Arthur was Molly's husband. He had happily spent his married life so far as a house husband and a devoted father. But now that the children were all working or in school, his days were empty and a little lonely. Oh no. But he loved them, and he was so proud of his wife, all the girls, and Ron. And Ron. (laughs) Ron's there, too. Ron's a little bit weird. He's got this weird reptile shop. (laughs) I don't know. Some of them, Bill's doing, Bill sells used robes. Yeah, I'm imagining that that's like a really rad, hip, secondhand store. Oh. You know? I see it. I see it. I see it. Okay. Yes. I like it. Great. Excellent. (laughs) Remus, the snake tamer. <laughs> That's right. Good every is. time. Good every time. That's right. He oh, is. no. Get out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Sirius knows all about oh, that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Must you be this way? Yes. Oh, fine. It's the only way I know how to be. <laughs> Remus, the snake tamer, was back in town. He only came to town when he wasn't off hunting snakes or speaking to them for their owners. He's got a weird job. He does. He's got a really weird job. He had something to do later in the day, but he wanted to see Harry first. When he got to Harry's place, he rang the bell just in case Harry was busy. After all, he was a newlywed. Instead of what? Just walking in? Yeah. I don't know. Excuse me, Remus? Maybe kind of a family. Okay. Severus answered the door and asked him if he wanted tea. Harry joined them and gave his godfather a hug. I have something to tell you, Remus, and I'd prefer you don't tell anyone. I know you belong to the Sneaky Snakes, but I'd like to tell them myself. You see, I have the birthmark of the eagle. He's not going to pull his pants down this time? Apparently not. 
Ron gets to see his whole ass, but Remus, no. <laughs> weird decision. This is weird decisions all around. I'm the one to defeat Sirius Black. I know I can't do it alone, so I'll need everyone's help. Remus was stunned that Rosie and Jeffrey had never said anything to him about Harry's birthmark. Exactly. Weird. He's his godfather. He should know. He should. Apparently, he didn't help with the diaper changing. Is well, that a godfather Maybe that's duty? why they didn't tell him. They're like, <laughs> man won't even help us change a goddamn diaper. <laughs> he excused himself after promising Harry all his support. So he's leaving. Okay. Remus had a date with a lovely lady that he couldn't tell them about because she was married. Whoa! What? He's got to leave. He's he he gets this news and then he has to leave immediately because he's got a date with someone. It's serious. We're not going to find out who. No. (laughs) The story is telling us right now that it's a married woman. I have trouble believing. I also have trouble believing that. Hmm. I think it's serious. He travels a lot to talk to snakes. Uh Come on, Remus. Uh That's a thin cover (laughs) for your spying and fucking of Sirius. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Riddle called an emergency meeting of the sneaky snakes. I really, we do not return to the, it's the Minister of Magic's birthday thing. Oh, no, it really was just to tell us everybody's job. I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, that was good. I'm for it. Just tell us. You have a lot of little ideas. I'm glad you got them out before you ran out of steam. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for giving these to us. Tom Riddle called an emergency meeting of the Sneaky Snakes. (laughs) This is like an elementary school. It does. Oh, I love it. All of the Sneaky Snakes showed up, including Hermione, Ron, all the Weasleys minus Ginny, Remus, Neville Longbottom, uh-huh. a werewolf who was also a master potion maker. Random. Some guy. Why is Neville a werewolf? Oh, Neville's a werewolf. I thought you were just describing Neville. another random guy with no name. I don't think so. A werewolf who's really good at potions? Neville Longbottom. Interesting. You know. Okay. You know Neville? Neville also made it across the jump to this new universe a little different. (laughs) Also, there was Nymphadora Tonks, who was an Auror. Author's note, surprise, someone who stayed the same. (laughs) Nymphadora Tonks, A+, first try, perfect. No notes. (laughs) No notes. (laughs) Um, And the rest of the sneaky snakes, except for Draco Malfoy, who was out of town. All of them came except Draco. He's out of town. He's He's traveling. Far. Draco was in love with Frederica. Ooh, what's that couple? I like it. (laughs) Draco slash Fred. Fred. Weird. They had been an item for five years. Oh, my God. (laughs) Draco's time spent as a dragon tamer was hell, as he was gone a lot. Coming home only on weekends. Oh. Because a dragon tamer. A dragon tamer. He's way Dating too Fred. much of a scaredy cat for that scenario. Yep. That's, yep, yep, yep. He hadn't seen his father in his, his father, father in three years. As his father was a newbie 
and one of Sirius's favorite followers. Oh, that checks out. Does it? No, he's just the same then. He's basically the same character. (laughs) Yeah, Lucius came over the same. He had disowned Draco for not taking the dog mark, the mark of Sirius's followers. (laughs) The dog mark. Oh, yeah. I mean, the dog mark. (laughs) Is it in the same place? Sure. No. Maybe it's also on their butts. Who knows? Yeah, it's probably also (laughs) on their butt. (laughs) Oh, that's where Sirius would have been. (laughs) Sirius. Tom called the meeting of the sneaky snakes to order. Since Harry was there, Tom looked at him and said, Harry, please drop your pants. No, he didn't. And that, my friend, is Is the the end end of the story. What the fuck? (laughs) Harry just drops his pants for all of the sneaky snakes, and that's the end of the story, everybody. Horrifying. <laughs> wow. Oh, there wow. was that. Wow. I loved everyone's job. Uh-huh. Um the random name changes. Ooh. Neville's a werewolf now. Ooh. Yep. 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 Wow. We didn't even get to see Sirius. No, we, we didn't. Get to see evil There's serious. a lot of like tags and some like some of the more like hardcore scary tags that I don't usually read stuff out of on this story. It's just not in it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <sighs> there was no way I was going to guess literally anything that happened in that fan fiction. No. 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 The eagle did. The eagle did. <laughs> He didn't though. Not yet. No, he really didn't want to. Harry this Harry was uh very hesitant. Yeah, he was uh, he was he, It seems like he grew up kind of loved and protected. Right. And he was not ready. He didn't to want fight. to be the thing. He didn't want to do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, our Harry, the the main universe Harry, he doesn't want to do it for the fame. He doesn't want to be well known. He does what he does out of a sense of duty. Exactly. But this Harry doesn't even have duty. Ha ha. Well, I said duty twice. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But he does. I mean, maybe he's coming around to it because he realizes that the f- the fourth decade is mm-hmm. upon them or whatever. He must fight. And now yes, that it's yes, like yes, the yes. time is coming up, he's deciding to yep. to embrace it. Wow. Got a bunch of characters tagged on this that also do not appear. <laughs> they I'm sure they were meant to appear eventually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um <laughs> we went to LeakyCon. We did. Wow. It was and just <laughs> it was wild. Yeah. It was so wild. It really was. Yeah. I just like I don't know that I could have appreciated before we did the thing how wild it was going to be to be there in that capacity. Yeah, I was not prepared. Uh, yeah, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I thought I was prepared. I was not prepared. I mean, you've been was... to a lot of Leaky Cons. It's just, I don't know. It was just really different seeing it from the, like, we are here to be the talent side. And yeah. it was so fun. 
It was, it was really fun cool. and wild and weird, and I loved it. Um, so let's talk about it a little bit. Let's, okay. Uh, give the listeners a little bit of a a tour of our LeakyCon experience, if you will. I will. Excellent. Now, well, <laughs> oh God, this is going super well. This is going to be so succinct. Um. <laughs> So the first thing we wanted to talk about is all of the incredible human beings that we met on this trip. And the list is extensive. It, it is a little bit. <laughs> it, it is. It's and I don't want to leave anyone extensive. out, but we just, we, we met, we saw so many people inhabiting physical space and it was so weird and so cool. And <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing is I haven't been around that many consecutive people in a long time. Yeah, that was a little uh, very weird, yeah. but you know, it was very, <laughs> that weird. is what but it is at this point in our lives. It really is. Um, we had the Wizarding Wireless Collective booth and yeah. we were doing a lot of podcasty things. And so we met a lot of wonderful Harry Potter podcasters through the booth and just hanging out with them. We met um, two of the hosts from Swish and Flick and they were wonderful. We spent a lot of time with our friend Bess from WZRD Radio. Um, we finally met in person, it really in the flesh, our sister pod, Goblet of Wine. Uh, we met Charlie and Hannah, and it was amazing. It really was. We we kind of just spent the whole con just following each other around, just kind of like, it's you! Oh, you're here! You're here! It was it was very funny and very adorable. We're all very cute. Thank you. Um, I mean, we met a bunch of other awesome podcasts too. All like the like a million hosts of Potterships, and they were all so nice. Yes, and they did cosplay karaoke as the six <laughs> Potters to one of the songs from Six the Musical, and brought the absolute house down. And then were asked to perform again. They're incredible. Go They're check great. them out. And then the soon-to-be renamed um, "Just Keep Rolling" podcast hosts, also super exactly. nice, also great. Um, the folks from Fire Whiskey and Honey yeah. were there. Um, we just met, we met uh, one of the hosts from Tales of Godric's Hollow. There were just like so many podcasters there. And a bunch of them were, most of them were involved in the Wizarding Wireless Collective booth, helping us run it, yeah. having, you know, badges and ribbons and all sorts of stuff to give away at the table, things to sell at the table. It was just incredible to meet everybody. Yeah. Everybody worked so hard and just had so much fun and it was just so incredible. And yeah, it was really, really cool. Oh, we also saw another podcaster, you know, Mike Schubert. Oh, yes. But you know, we <laughs> he's fine. We he's, he's just part of the fam at this point. Yeah. Just assume it's, it's That's us, assumed. it's Mike. Mike was there. there. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it was really nice um, to see him again. It had been a while. Exactly. And, uh, you know, hanging out with them in the in the talent room, in the green room, mm -hmm. um, meeting all sorts of the cool, Some amazing, of the, like, cool, like really cool OGs from the fandom. And I was like, I am not worthy. But yes, <laughs> yeah. I will sit here and eat lunch with you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I came in and you were sitting and having having lunch with Lauren Fairweather and you're like, oh, yes, come sit with me. This, this is, is casual and normal. <laughs> no big deal. We are fine. Not Everything one of the original fine. Wizard Rockers. I'm not panicking. <laughs> 
I could see it a little bit in your eyes. They were just so nice. You, they were so nice. Just yeah. amazingly nice and just so talented. And um, wow. <laughs> wow. That was everyone, um, everyone back there in the in the talent area. They were all so kind. And it was just really, really amazing to meet all those really nice people. Yes. Do you know who else was amazing that we got to meet, though? Who? A bunch of our baller listeners. Oh, my God. I have to tell this story. So we were doing our first panel, which was like the first slot of the first day. And the line to get for everybody to get their passes is like really crazy on the first day. So the line was like so long that people hadn't got their badges by the time that this stuff was starting. So when we started our first panel, there was literally two people inside of the room. (laughs) And we were like stalling, vamping, seeing if anybody else is going to show up. And then, like, all of my fears were calmed as soon as two of our listeners came in wearing all wizards or gay (laughs) t-shirts. And I was like, no, this is wonderful. They're here. The fam, they have arrived. And we will make content for them. Exactly. It just put me at ease and made me feel so much better. And it was so great to meet all of the fam that was there. Yeah. If you did get a picture with us, we'd love to see it, too. Ooh, send yes, it into our email send it. or yes, tag us on the social meets. We would, uh, yeah, we'd love to have it. It was really nice to meet all of you. And any new listeners oh, yeah, that yeah, we yeah. might have gained from the experience. Hello. We had a few people come up to us after uh, our panel who was like, I just stumbled into this room and that was amazing. And <laughs> that was just really nice to hear. It really was. Um, okay, so let's, uh, I guess we already started talking about some of the panels we did, but let's uh, chat a little bit about those. That very first panel that we that I was saying um, was our CrackFic IRL panel, which uh-huh. we did. We dragged in Charlie and Hannah from Goblet of Wine because we um, were spending every possible second with them. Um, we, we included them in this fan fiction writing live fan fiction writing experience and it was so I cried basically the whole time the whole time the whole time (laughs) I had it all set up like you guys were gonna write and I was gonna interject and be like okay do an outfit description now okay do something wild and wacky you did just kind of end up sitting there with your mouth open the whole time exactly because they as we all kind of collectively went off the rails off the rails. Yeah, yeah that they... was that was really, really fun. We also got to talk uh, with Goblet of Wine. We're going to talk a lot about... Ooh, a lot about Charlie it's fine. and Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, fine, it's fine, it's fine. Them and Mike Schubert about podcasting and like being in the Harry Potter podcasting space. That was a really fun panel. And we did some other really cool discussion panels just kind of about maybe more generic Harry Potter topics. Those were really fun. Um, yes. What else did we do? We did a choose your own adventure panel with Mike Schubert. Mike wrote this choose your own adventure story about us. We had to like go through it as a person going to Hogwarts to apply for a teaching (laughs) job. It was so funny and fun. We each did it twice. We each did it one and a half. No, I didn't have to do it twice because I didn't die immediately. I died immediately. (laughs) 
But the story didn't stop when I died. Yeah, I became a house true, ghost, true, so it's true. fine. Yeah, that was um, really and it fun. It always ended with you having like a profession in the wizarding yeah. world, and that was really fun. Yeah. yeah, Mike's planning to do that one again, so we'll be doing that one again in Denver, um, mm-hmm. and that'll be really fun. We're looking forward to that. And then we'll also be doing this other one again, a live show. Live show. The only time we, we've done a live show before this was um, when I, for my birthday, <laughs> rented out a place for us to do a live show and made all of my family and friends come and listen to us talk for like two hours. Yeah. Um, this was so a that very was our only experience. live show I was, experience. I, <laughs> It was so incredible because we we were up there and you asked the audience, like, how many of you have listened before? And almost every hand went up. And I I wasn't even aware that we had that many listeners there, even though I'd been meeting them all weekend. And I was like, holy crap. It's nice to see you all. (laughs) It was so cool. And then the people, that that was one where a lot of people came up to us after and were like, I stumbled into this weird Mm -hmm. live show and that was hilarious. Yeah, the panels panels were so fun. We get so little uh, opportunity to have like an audience feedback kind of thing. And um, that that panel we did where we were talking about ships, um, (laughs) where I revealed (laughs) the the brain rot that our listener Kafir has given me for Flintwood and I absolutely lost the room. I am you still lost the room. I'm still riding that high of having a whole just like <laughs> full packed room be absolutely against me and what I'm saying. That was yep. uh, impeccable. <laughs> they hated it. It was great. <laughs> it was good though to have that moment because for most of that panel people would just be like, what about this ship? And we'd be like, that's a fucking good ship my dude like just like every single ship we were like yes please because i Uh love basically every ship (laughs) that was very fun Uh, yeah our live show was a great time and we were so happy to be able to do that on our fifth anniversary yeah at leaky con that was what a time what a way to spend an anniversary we're not totally sure when or what format we're going to be getting those panels in from the LeakyCon right. team. Um, the audio is also, we're not totally sure what it's going to end up sounding like. So we will keep you all in the loop and it will drop on the feed when and if it can. Yep. Yep. So, so. keep your ear out for that. They were really fun. But you could also come see us in Denver if that's something you are able to do. So yes. we'll be doing more fun content there. Um, there's also other fun content that's not us. <laughs> well, well, okay. So here's the thing: is like we spent LeeCon either physically doing a panel uh-huh. at the Wizarding Wireless Collective booth, uh-huh. or literally following around Charlie and Hannah. <laughs> So all the other content we went to see was like basically exclusively Goblet of Wine content. That's just how it happened, folks. Uh, yeah, a bit. A bit. A bit. Um, their, their panels we, were great. Their panels were great. They did a live show that was just like so funny. Yeah. So good. Their 100th episode is going to be live from LeakyCon, which is really cool and really fun. Um. We spent a lot of time at the Wizarding Wireless Collective booth with mm-hmm. all those fun podcasters that we mentioned and trying our, to get the word out. Our dumb friends that word. we drug along. Hannah was there a lot of the yes. time and our good yes. friend Marcella. So that was really fun. Mm-hmm. They got to meet a bunch of folks. Um, And we also went to the Wizard Rock concert, oh, which is personally God. one of my favorite parts 
of LeakyCon is yes. the Wizard Rock concert. It it is um, one of the best parts. And it's what a fucking show that was. Oh, what a lineup. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, if you are a person who likes music, you <laughs> need to go listen to How Airplanes Fly absolutely immediately. Link in the description. Yes. Please do that thing. His music's not on Spotify. So even though Bess plugged him in the bonus episode, he's not on the playlist. But you but need. Need. To go listen to his stuff. I really liked um, Poetry in Motion, which I think was the yes. one that best plugged before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yes. one was really, yeah. really good. So I, I would highly encourage you all to go listen to that. And then, of course, like the other bands were super fun. Hawthorne and Holly was so energetic and so cool. So energetic. I mean, Lauren Fairweather, mm-hmm. we already gushed about them. Maybe enough. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Um, I don't know. They were yeah, amazing. I don't know. I don't know. And then, um, of course, Steph my, from one of my faves. Fucking Tongs and the Oars brought the, the fucking house down. <gasps> Holy shit. I love her. So good. <laughs> and we were having so much fun dancing, and we got the, the shout out, the shout out for being the dancing crew. Um, <laughs> yep. As we do, you know, oh, we're, yeah. we're, we're there we to bring dance the hard. party. Bringing the, the party, party is the kind of concert. me waving my arms around. Real exactly. Fast. Exactly. I do it's not know how to dance. Trust us. It's great. <laughs> it's a fun time. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm really excited for the one in Denver, too. Uh, the lineup's going to yes. be totally different. I don't think we know exactly what it is yet, but I am hype. Yes, I'm so hype that there. So the Wizard Rock concerts at both at both leaky cons are completely different which i think is really fun and it's giving them the chance to highlight these smaller wizard rock performers that haven't gotten to perform at leaky con before which i just think is so cool and fun and i love seeing them so you should come (laughs) (laughs) if you can (laughs) if you can um last but not least uh we went to the ball the ball is always a great time we stood in line for drinks for a long time (laughs) dancing and Hanging out with Charlie and Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) We hung out with other people too. Swish and Flick was there. Yes. Along with a bunch Mm -hmm. of other fun folks. Exactly. And our friends. And it was just a ton of fun. And um, Kim got on stage. I I did get a hug from Percy Weasley unexpectedly. So, like, yeah, that happened to me. I have a video of it. I believe I have a video <laughs> of it. Um, yeah, and that's uh, that was our leaky con. We did we we like had to do a live show and then throw all of our stuff in our suitcases yeah. and go to the airport. Um, so if so we was... didn't get a chance to say goodbye to you, yes, we're sad about it, and we Bye. hope to see you again. <laughs> yes, we do hope to see you again. So, yeah, that was a lot of LeakyCon talk, but we had just such an incredible time. Mm-hmm. And I think our eternal unending thanks to the Mischief Management team for letting us come. And uh, if you want to come to the next one, it's in October in Denver. I don't know if we've said that enough yet. And you can use <laughs> the code FANATICAL to get a discount when you buy your tickets. So maybe go check that out. Um. Well, that one was a little yes. bit longer. So... Yeah, maybe we just skip straight to, to the wreck zone. In the spirit of reading us all some weird Harry slash Snape stuff, 
I'm going to recommend a story called Duel. Uh-huh. Which is, a, it was written like almost directly after Half-Blood Prince. And it is a story about the end of the war and kind of Harry and Snape are left standing after the final battle. And this author had some interesting ideas about like what that means for them. Oh. They, like, fight. And it's it's just a really interesting take post Half-Blood Prince okay. on like what Snape's up to and what his relationship to Harry might be. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Well, the link to that will be in the description of this episode. It will also be on our website, fanaticalfix.com. Also on our website is our story submission form. Today's story was brought to us by a listener. If, it was. Yeah, if you've got something wild up your sleeve, make sure to send it our way. Also on our website, you can find our merch. We've got some bookmarks and stuff on the website, as well as a link to our Tee Public, where we have a bunch of fun designs, including the new design... Hot, hairy, summer. So I would seriously recommend checking that out. If you want to find us on social media, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. At Fanatical Fix. Get at us with those predictions. If you have longer thoughts, you can send them into our email at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. If you want to support this podcast, there's a couple ways to do that. First things first, you can leave us a review on Spotify. On Apple Podcasts, on Facebook, on wherever might receive a review about this podcast. Way number two, Trick the Planet 2022. Two, two, Get two. I saw a story in the disco yesterday about somebody chasing down someone wearing a Harry Potter shirt to give them a business card. So absolutely. Our listeners are out there doing the work. Doing the work. Absolutely doing the work. Let us know if you're doing that. Good, good work. Speaking of the disco, the third way you can support us is by joining our Patreon, uh, where we have a fun disco discord. (laughs) You can hang out with other people who enjoy this podcast. And tons of fun bonus content. Thanks also to the Whomping Willows for letting us use their song Wolfstar as our theme song. You can find the rest of their awesome music over at thewhompingwillows.bandcamp.com. Bye! Bye.